Hi, this is Terry Farrell, and you're, we're, shit. Down on the corner. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerd Corner, where one turns out to actually be the loneliest number. I'm John D, completely sans guest. I was unfortunately unable to track down anybody to come and talk shit with me, which is really weird, considering that all my friends are nerds. Um, so what I'm going to do is compile a clip show, so to speak, of a bunch of interviews that I've done over the years, both for Nerd Corner and previous show in the wilderness. So we've got... Um, Grant Imahara from Mythbusters, John Jarrett from Wolf Creek, the boys from Red Dwarf, and probably time-depending Terry Farrell and or Nicole DeBoer. Alright, over to you, past me. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, we are sitting here with Mr. Grant Imahara. Welcome to the Wilderness, Grant. Thank you, thank you for having me. That's alright, it's honour and privilege to speak to you. Now, oh, I forgot to set my stopwatch because I've only got five minutes until the go. dynamite right. strapped to my pants explodes. Clock's ticking. Okay, clock is ticking. Mate, there are so many things I want to talk to you about. Your time with ILM, BattleBots, Mythbusters, Star Trek continues. I want to go an hour and a half and cover it all, but unfortunately, can't do that. Okay. So being a Star Trek podcast, we're going to cut straight to it. Oh, yeah. Star Trek continues. Episode one and two, love it. I'm yep. just going to be sycophantic for a minute. And... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's... Someone's got to do it. Okay. Um, tell our listeners a little bit. How did that come about, like the project initially, and then how did you get involved? So um, basically... Vic Mignogna, who plays Captain Kirk in, in our series, is who is here today. He, who is here today is a huge, huge Star Trek fan. Has been ever since he was very, very young, mm-hmm. and this uh, has been his lifelong dream to do a series like this. The that picks up from where the original series left off. Right. So he had been working with a group called Farragut Films mm-hmm. on their fan films. And they had a, a replica bridge that was fantastic. Of the original Enterprise? Of the original Enterprise. And so he teamed up with them to then do Star Trek Continues. And so we got to use their bridge, and we ended up building more sets for that. Now, how I got involved in it, I was at a party, a mutual friend's party. These and, stories never end well. And, yeah. No, this one ends great. <laughs> I, well. Believe me. And so Vic was showing me pictures of the bridge. Right. And he's like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm, I'm working on this project where we're going to do original Star Trek episodes, and, and we've got this really cool bridge. Check it out. And I'm looking at the photos, and I'm a huge, huge Star Trek fan. And I, well and my, eyes, my eyes started to get bigger and bigger. And so he knew probably at that moment that he had hooked yep. me. And I was like, Vic, dude, if there's anything I can do to help you on this show... I think, I, just short of me saying, please, please hire me for your Sulu, <laughs> I was like, if, if there's anything, just give me a call. You're like, I'll build you a robot, we'll blow some things up, whatever days, you need. Two days? Two days later, he calls and said, Grant, would you be my Sulu? Did you cry a little bit? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, think I, I don't think I really let out, you know. Externally? Yeah. <laughs> But no, it was like, I was like, yes. Yes, yes, I'll, yes, I'll come I and do that. Well, yeah. you go, yes. And my first day on set, it was like being in the best place at ever. Oh, I can imagine. It's, yeah. Now, playing Sulu, following some, some very well-known shoes, oh, have, yeah. have you talked to George Takei about the project at all? When I first was going out to shoot uh, the vignettes for Star Trek Continues, yeah. I, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm, I'm a huge fan of George's. I should 
and and you know he follows me and I follow him on Twitter. I should just send him a little thank you because when I was growing up, he was a huge influence on me. Of course. I mean, to see an Asian American guy on screen who is not a, a gangster or a bad guy or a kung fu guy, he's he's piloting the Enterprise. He's a hero, and he ended up as a captain of his own ship. As and well. he got to captain his own ship. I should just send him a tweet saying thanks for all you've done. Yeah. And not five minutes later, he tweeted me back saying, Grant, thanks for inspiring future generations. That's unreal. And it totally, I, I saved the tweet. Yeah, of course, as, so as awesome. you would. No, that's, that's awesome. So, very quick Mythbusters question. Yeah. Yep. On a complete tangent off the Star Trek, sure. what is the most scary, like, scariest moment in any of the experiments that you've ever had where you've actually been fearful for your life? Ah, God, you know what? We did this one called Creamer Cannon. Yep, 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 yep. Where we had... An entire pallet of non-dairy creamer, a giant air cannon, five flares, and we fired the thing off, and it initially created just kind of like a powdery cloud, and we were disappointed for a split second, and then a split second later, it caught fire, and it it spread so quickly, and it advanced towards us, and it was raining down, burning bits of non-dairy creamer, and I suddenly thought, I'm standing too close. <laughs> I should run. And when I looked back to see what Carrie and Toro were doing... They were gone. They were already gone. <laughs> That's some good friends you've got there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that about brings us to the end of our time, unfortunately, which is, this is a shame. <laughs> yeah. this, this has been great. We're only just starting to get into the meat and bones of it. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much again for all your work on everything you've done and your battle bots and your, oh, yeah. all the work you did unsung at ILM, like rebuilding R2 and all those sort of fun things. Just. Yeah. Big fan. Again, just don't want to be completely sick of fancy, but thank you very much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the sound, but we are sitting here on the floor at Supernova with the one and only John Jarrett. Welcome to the show. G'day. How you doing? Good. Very, well. very good. How are you? Up to a foul for an old bloke. Yeah. We're still kicking on, so you're doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing okay. You're doing okay? No! Yeah. Excellent. Oh Go for it, son. Okay, so... I suppose the first question is, you know, you, you started really back in uh, Picnic and Hanging Rock and got yourself a, a bit of a nice guy image for, you know, things like Better Homes and um, McLeod's Daughters, things like that. What drew you to the role of Mick Taylor? Uh, mate, I wasn't drawn to it. Someone shoved the script in front of my face. I read it. I thought it was good. And I said, yeah, I'll do it. Fair enough. Didn't go looking for it or anything. It just was there. Yeah. Uh, certainly once you know, got to Wolf Creek 2, you really seem to be sinking your teeth into the role. Was there anything in there that you know, thought might have been a bit over the top? Does that seem to be having a lot of fun? No, well, when you're going to play a serial killer, you expect you're going to be knifing and shooting and cutting people up. I mean, that's the, the genre. I mean, if you're playing Liberace, you've got to get in bed and give it to a bloke, don't you? <laughs> so I just knew the beast. I took on the beast and uh, I gave it my best shot. Did a damn good job Thank you. Um, have we seen the last of Mick Taylor? Well, if you bastards out there stop pirating movies, especially independent ones, uh, look, if you want to pirate something, download American blockbusters, leave the little independent films alone, buy them, uh, and then we might have some chance of going into profit. Because there's no profit in uh, blockbuster anymore. The DVD, hard DVD is, is dead, so support the industry and uh, we'll give you more movies too, but if you otherwise you're cutting off the hand that feeds you very fair call I agree um, I suppose the obvious one you get, you get this all the time I'm going to ask as well can we get a laugh 
There you go. Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. Now, one you, you very famously came up with the origin of the character. Gave that in yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, I do that with every character. I think most actors do. I just, I mean, Greg wrote the script and the character was outlined, but I just make uh, I make a very strong backstory from the time the character's born. I do this with every character. From the time the character was born, everything the character did, how many brothers and sisters he had, you know, when he lost his virginity, when he lost, went to high school, when he went to Vietnam, when he, you know, when he started hunting, blah, 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 right up to uh, page zero, which is just before page one. So that when I step onto page one, I know exactly where I'm at. Right, fantastic. Can you give us a quick rundown of the very quick version of the origin? I just did. No, the actual, <laughs> no, the actual like, a little what, bit of detail. What really made Mick the man that he is, or the maniac that he is? Um, well, I really don't know. Um, I mean, what makes people, you know, gas a million Jews in World War II? What, what makes people hang African-Americans to a tree when call themselves a Ku Klux Klan? It's just as part of human nature and... Um, you know, there's times when I wanted to throw my son Charlie, who was the toughest one of my kids to bring up, want to throw him up against the wall, and I pictured smashing him in fair in the face. Uh, but I never did. I never hit him in my life, and I never would. But someone like Mick probably would. I think that's the difference. People who just don't control their emotions and just go with it, you know. Uh, I think, and, and there's a, an evil streak there. There's, there's this thing where they don't have empathy. Which I don't understand, you know. Uh, and, and they're cruel people, and they don't give a rat's ass about it. Fantastic. Well, Mr. John Jarrett, thank you very much for your time. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for your support. Excellent. Thank keep you keep up the good work and playing that serial killer that we all secretly love but shouldn't really admit to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a roller coaster ride. It's, it's like um, you like drive off a cliff, but you don't hit the ground at the bottom. That's you know. right. Once, once that yeah, two hours yes. is over, we can so all go home. At the end of the day, it's all make-believe. We're not really killing anyone. <laughs> Yet? Yet. <laughs> Alright, thank you very much. Pleasure. Is that working? Yes. Oh, fantastic. We're doing well. Alright, you want to kick it off because I started with yesterday's? Yeah, oh, let's okay. talk about the American pilot. We're talking yeah. about the American pilot. <laughs> oh, they, no, not that. They've already stolen our thunder because it was us that asked, um, you know, an interview with Terry Farrell who asked her about doing it. And she, yeah, said pretty much the same thing, that she's not an effeminate black man. <laughs> so she doesn't know yeah. why. So she's not. Yeah, she's he is. You know when you're really in trouble when you can't even get the gig. You've <laughs> <laughs> already been playing the role for hell long at that point. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are, of course, sitting... Well, you can oh, do it. You right, can do it. Stairs, we're sitting in lovely Siebel in lovely Sydney weather. Where it's raining. Where it's raining again. Englishmen brought the weather with them. Yes. <laughs> and um, we're sitting here with... The cast of Red Dwarf. Mm. Minus one. Minus one. Oh, three quarters, two, of, it. Three quarters of it. Three quarters. We didn't want him here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes him. He's a nightmare to work with. Is he? Uh... It's the constant drinking. <laughs> you know. It's the uh, womanising. And the, all the women yeah, keep seeing. Uh, they they arrive in late. <laughs> you know, <laughs> never knowing his life. It's the smell. <laughs> <laughs> The, the hotel bill we have to pay every time we smash it up a room. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. So Chris, Chris is the troublemaker, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Completely. He's just absolute liability. See, I, I had Chloe in it. Pete is the troublemaker. No, no, no. Chloe's lovely. Chloe's a lovely girl. <laughs> well, speaking of, is there any special reason why she didn't do the latest series? I think. I think it's, she, 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 she was down. She was, <laughs> got, she was down for it. 
um, and she was put on standby for it. So there's no reason, and she's not been like sort of written out of it or anything like that. There's, there's no um, nothing sinister. I think it might have been a financial issue, and if it wasn't a financial issue, it was a case of like um, she, the scripts that we went with didn't have Chloe, and but like uh, that doesn't mean to say that she won't be in series. No, 11. no. There will be a series eleven. We're going again. Should imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the channel want it. We'd like to do it. Um, Doug wants to do it. Doug wants, Doug Doug's wants writing to do it. now. He's writing. So I, well. I would think the four people who least want to do it is us. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> else wants to do it. We're just going, oh we God, again. We're going to do that. Well, you must have the hardest time being convinced to come back because you've got to wear that makeup. It is. I mean, it probably is a slightly different decision that I have to go through. To go, yeah. am I really going to do that again? You know, mm. can I put up with that? I mean, it, it's you know, I'm used to it and it's fine. And when we're working. When we're actually shooting stuff, I'm totally unaware of it. You know, it isn't a problem at all. So if we could, if I could, like, fall asleep while I put the makeup on, wake up and just film non-stop, and then put, take it off, it would be fine. But it's the hanging round bits that are really not fun. You know, because I don't eat lunch when I have, I have a milkshake. Well, then, yeah, I've read that you had to. You've got to eat your lunch with a straw. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't have to, but I, I, I choose to just because the lips really taste yeah. pretty grim. They get, <laughs> oh, get all, yeah. If they get juiced up. Yeah, I think they're just the, the term juiced up prosthetic lips. Yeah. It's not well, it sounds idea. like something you just don't want to, You just don't want to go there. When he made that American pilot, he nearly had to eat his lungs through a straw. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, you are never going to live that one down, are you? It's part of my legacy and I have to live with it. <laughs> well, actually, Danny, a question for you. Now, everyone in True Blood has always talked about the lisp when they first start using the T. Yeah. How'd you go with it? Is it... Well, I... Um, or are you more professional? <laughs> no, well, I, I, I thought when we were uh, doing the character that he had to have something feline and, yeah. you know, not, not a tail, but um, something. So the teeth came up because I thought, well, you know, seeing all those Hammer House of Horror films, yeah. all these guys, these famous actors that, that, you know, played Dracula and this and that, and the Hound of the Baskervilles, all these people, and, um, you know, they seemed to have managed to work with the teeth. So, you know, I, I, off I went to this guy in Harley Street who showed me his scrapbook of all these famous teeth that he's done, and I got on, went home, practiced in them, and oh, cool. and got back. And you know, the first scene, I ate a bowl of um, cereal with him. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's really cool. bowl. Get <laughs> 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 some words, say half the scenery. It was great. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to be in trouble off my mother if I don't say She's a massive Coronation Street fan. Mm-hmm. And I was brought up watching it when it, was, when it was over here for a while and all that sort of thing, but I have to thank you for that. Mm-hmm. That's thank awesome. You. Amazing <laughs> train crash. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. The 50th the anniversary. Yes. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, I was a hero of the peace town. I was pulling people out of burning buildings. Bob, you should have seen me. I did see you. I was like an action hero, <laughs> doing all my own stunts. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise went for the gig, didn't land it. <laughs> Were you taller? Uh, I, I was. I, yeah, but no, I'm the same height as Tom Cruise. He's five eight, isn't he? I'm five eight. I think he might be taller. When he's on, a, when he's on stilts yeah. or something. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great to do Coronation Street because it's like you know, it's, it's kind of a regular gig. It's, it's uh, I've got a great part that I play. He has a double act with Steve McDonald, which goes really yeah. well, and they write some funny stuff for us and all that. And then, you know, he knows all his lines. 
You know, yeah. he knows all his lines. It's <laughs> such a pleasure to work with someone that can actually, you know, right. and like not like Chris Barry, he's always on time. Isn't he? so <laughs> like, I was just wondering, like a lot of coasters in the pub with lines written on them, or uh, oh, Bill Tommy, God bless his soul, he, he passed away recently. Um, he was notorious for you know having his lines written on the racing post, oh, and, cool. and like you know if you put your pint down, don't put your pint down, my lines are on it, you know. And all this kind of stuff. <laughs> awesome. He really was, cool. all, you know, he was like the Marlon Brando of the oh, cast, nice. man. Yeah, he, he'd have, you know, you'd be, you'd be doing a scene with him, and he's looking slightly off, and you turn around, and there his lines are written on the wall of the pub. Oh, You're like, oh, that's, man. that's awesome. <laughs> now, one of one of my favourite things you guys have ever done as a group, other than just like the main episodes, is when you did the cooking special with Ainsley Harriet. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, that was fun. That, yeah. Now, can't smeg, won't smeg. That's the one. Can't smeg, won't smeg. Now, was, what was then? This is one for you. Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a question. Yeah, they, can't cook. Um, they can't cook anyway. Well, <laughs> I think they proved that. <laughs> um, Chloe wouldn't eat mine. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> her reaction. Was that a legitimate? Reaction. Yeah, 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 that was her actual experience. reaction. Yeah, that was yeah. fantastic. Um, no, yeah. Danny, you um, did Dwayne for most of that. Was there a reason behind not wanting the cat to be cooking? Or? Well, I think Dwayne would have, would have definitely been a funny, funnier character to yeah. do it than, than the cat. I think it was a good decision, as you saw. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think the, yeah, the the cat hanging around watching Ainsley cook would just. Yeah, without having any writing, would yeah. I think it would have been a bit forced. Whereas Dwayne, it worked for him. Yeah, it did. You know, butting in and, and sort of getting it wrong, and you know. And if the truth be known, Dwayne is much more closer to the character of uh, Danny John's Jewish <laughs> true personality <laughs> than the cat. He's, like, that's, that's... He's a bit, bit dim. <laughs> <laughs> you carry around your anti-dandruff shampoo with you everywhere you go. Oh, no. Gone <laughs> <laughs> about the anti <laughs> Sideways iron flares. <laughs> That's the one. You yeah, yeah, with yeah, when, when, knees. when you hat, you hat. When you hat, you hat. When you hat, you hat. Well, what were we talking about, Dwayne? Chris got Ace Rimmer as his alter ego, mm-hmm. and you got Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the through line that it's a cat, every time something could happen to the rest of the cast, because he was always. 100% sure that he was going to get the best and he you know, he was going to come out good here. You know, when they all met their opposites, he met the dog. <laughs> you know, and his most beautiful... Uh, 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 he met himself and, and all of that stuff. And I think it was totally in character. For him, you know, to wake up and find himself as Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne Dibley. The ultimate nightmare, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like at the end of... Whichever one where you went back to him the second time, the response was, suck my thermos if you wanted to. <laughs> I mean, come on. That was what a great that. line. Great. <laughs> There's something, um, you know... Uh, a t-shirt. Suck my thermos t-shirt. Yeah. I, I there is, isn't there? Oh, is the one? Is there, well, there would be. Surely. Surely. There was a Dwayne one, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah, rid of thermos. <laughs> but, you know, all of that stuff is classic. I mean... Yeah. You know... Uh, you, but I'd forgotten about thermos. And yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah, we used to have those, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Of all that stuff, yeah. Sort of. But that's the, the thing with Dan when it was soon, the first time you put, you put the teeth in and the wig and everything. I, you know, I, I just automatically, without thought, was like helping Dan around the set. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just look like, in the mirror and feel sorry for yes. myself. <laughs> <laughs> you automatically think this, this is this boy needs care. He needs help. <laughs> it was a care in the community. But, uh, oh man! <laughs> I think what happened, in fact, was that nobody really wanted to say it, but um, people were saying, you know what. Go on this in a sci fi convention. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look at the characters, you know, in uh, what's that show that showed the dwarf? Um, 
Oh, um, uh, uh, with, with Thingy Thing. Yeah. There was yeah. very much a Dwayne-type character in Third Rock from the Sun. That's yeah, why. There was very much, there is very much a, a Dwayne-type character in... Um, the, the, the new one, um, what's the Big uh, Bang, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. If you can, you know, you see it now. And even in the, the he's not quite the same, but the, in the IT crowd, you see what I mean? There's always that. Always kind that, of that geek. One sort of, yeah. It's oh, become yeah. it's become fashionable to have a geek in your show. Actually, but, no, that's something. The most fashionable man in the show has now become something cool again. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, you know, and you know, another first for Robin Dunn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you might be definitely onto something. Now, Craig, a few years ago, you wrote a book uh-huh. called The Log. Yeah. <laughs> I just... And what a lovely log. <laughs> well, I've, I've actually I've owned two copies of it over the years, because one, one, when I was moving house one time, it got rained on, so mm. I had to go out and find a new copy, and yeah, mm. I didn't have any real questions about it, just wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed it. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> had to have my little fanboy moment. The Log, yeah, that was, um, that was quite good. Uh, he, actually wrote got, a, he wrote a book called A Man in the Rubber Match. Yeah, I was... Uh, I'm looking forward to... I didn't know they had a second edition of it. Yeah. Yes, it's just come out. Which, yes, mm. All the mean people in Melbourne bought them, so... I'm yeah, so we have a book. Yeah, it's very cool. So yeah, I've got my copy of the log with me. I'll be seeing you later on to get you to sign that for me. Brilliant. When, when we come through, at the moment I've got a, a full console CD out called the Craig Charles Full Console Club oh, yeah. on Freestyle Records. You can get it on download as well. And uh, it's on Freestyle Records. You can get it on iTunes. And um, I think it's a bit important into Australia as well. Mm. Uh, and Japan. Is that That's sweet. Like? And I've just shot a short film and you can go and throw loads of money at it on Indiegogo. Oh, oh we, we, we and what about Bobby? He's got, you've got something in this. It's just, yeah. just some books. Some books. Yeah. Some un- books. Un- is, what's it? Unbound or bound? Un- unbound. Yeah. Unbound. unbound. Yeah. Yeah. No, I heard about this because so, I'm aspiring writer myself. I'll be having a, long and having a look at that and encouraging all our writers to do that. Now, we have just been given the wrap-up, so we do have a quick favour to ask of you. Uh, Robert, can you, in the Crichton voice, say, this is Crichton and you're listening to Nerd Corner? I certainly can. I think I can remember that. Uh, this is Crichton and you're listening to Nerd Corner. Marvellous. Thank you so much. Great. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. Thank you all for having me. Thank you for the show. Thank you. Thank you. Nice luck, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you back down Respect, brother. I need skin. No way, mate. Okay, well, it's straight lines. You've got to learn. Wow. And so it's something I'd never play like I have others all over the place. Wow. Oh, that's my love heart. <laughs> the heart's intense. Uh, um, just after that one hurt more. Get out. Because red is a really thin ink. So they had to keep going up. There was six coats in the one sitting. I have no tattoos. Oh, yeah, I guess I guess. Yeah, he was an um, Air Force guy. So it was all suck it up, suck it up, suck it up. So you really didn't take that one all the way through. Yeah. And yeah, on the last good. On the last coat, he said I could make noise. It was like, single tears and all that sort of thing. But yeah. If you don't do it for your art, pain for my art. Because I'm such a thespian. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do a podcast. Are you Come a writer? On. No. No. I'm, I'm a writer. You're an actor. No, I'm a podcast guy and an announcer, former wrestling announcer. And you're the actor? I'm the writer. You're the writer. All right, books. Who am I talking to? Both of us. Both of us. Get out. Get out. You're on um, shows called Trekmate in the Wilderness. It's not about you guys now. Yeah, I can be. Look, seriously, without podcast. If anyone yells out no. from the background... The crinkles and the cookie, Chad. We, we, we love heckling. Are you recording it too? No, it's o'clock. When's the time starting? What are you going to do? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so what I can ascertain, Nicole will just talk till you turn up. It'll be fine. What? 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 Nicole will just keep talking until you get down there. 
We've got plenty of time. <laughs> oh, yes. Because Nicole's on stage at the Why moment. Not? Oh, I wasn't even... I'm like, does he know I'm not Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Trust me, he knows. I, I, I really, what's he talking about me being on stage? I'm Nicole. I, I get confused. I know the difference yeah, no, between the two of you. You probably have gotten more sleep than I have in the last five years. Um, well, I'm on about three hours last night. Me too! Oh, what the fuck was that? Yeah, five. <laughs> Um, I didn't even party. I just had a beer and a half. I mean, no. oh. was like, look at you've got a small child. That is partying. That is partying. Yeah, I've, I've got a very sick three-year-old boy at the moment, so oh. that's why I'm on no sleep. Paul, you've got like the small oh, head yeah. and the fever. Oh, oh. That's not fair. You love my son. I know. I do. And I have a one and a half-year-old daughter. Yeah. We all three had swine so flu at the same time. My husband, oh, my son, oh, and I. Oh really? Called the oh, doctor. They're like, well, stay at home. Oh, God. Yeah, it's scary. Like, I, take a nap. I think, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Okay, Brian, your turn to take a nap. And because we couldn't leave Max. Of course. You really go, Max. <laughs> Look after yourself. We're both gonna <laughs> You'll be fine. Um, Hope you don't die, babe. The cat can keep an eye on you. We'll be fine. I know. Mother the, of the year. I'm going to die. <laughs> Are you kidding? I quit my career. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's a room. More important. Were we doing okay. something? Yeah, okay. Oh, by the way, look, Jerry, this is the way we do our show. We just, okay. walk, we just talk a lot of shit for two Unprofessional as oh, hell. So it's like a radio show. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. We're part of a podcast network. We do the Deep Space Nine show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so worked out well. We're on the Deep Space Nine show? We're on the yes. Deep Space Nine podcast. Not right now. Not right now. It's not going live. Um, but actually, before we start. That's good because I didn't know we were. So no. is all this recording? All this is recording. Oh, we're I, just, recording I was checking the levels and what the fuck. Don't worry. So we'll you won't get nine for Before we start, can you. Otherwise, I'm not saying anything. We're well, we're you you bad you <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get the interview her at all. Okay. Um, before we Let's start, go. can you do us a very quick favor? Yes. Can you say, this is Terry Farrell, and you're listening to Trackmate in the Wilderness? Wait, say the second half. I know my name. Your name? <laughs> <laughs> um, you're listening to Trekmate? Trekmate. In the Wilderness. This is Terry Farrell, you're listening to Trekmate in the Wilderness. I did the same yes. thing the first time he told it oh to me. I had to say it ten times. Ah. I can write it down if you need me to. <laughs> Jonathan Frakes got it for the main, he, for one of our other pods. He got it right. Challenge. Now the tr- pressure is on. Yeah, and he has a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you could do that for us, that'd be great. Trek, Trek mate, mate in the wilderness. In the wilderness. Trek mate in the wilderness. We've got it now. We've got it. We've said it about five hundred times. Hi. Now let me try really. Hi, this is Terry Farrell. And you're, we're, shit. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> no, that fits in perfect oh, for our podcast. This is Terry Farrell, and you're with Trekmate in the Wilderness. Beautiful. Thank Woo! You. Thank you. That's going out first. <laughs> we won't use that. No, that's okay. And we passed around all of us. Yeah, we've got nine shows on the network. And every one of us views this is Terry Farrell and Trek made shit. And your shit. Your shit. Your shit. Oh, right. They all love you. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, one of our other podcasters, he absolutely worships you. He's one of our American friends. And his handle on our forum is actually Jadzia Dax is my homegirl. <gasps> Jadzia Dax is my homegirl. Yes, so if you could have a quick, say quick, hi Matt. Quick, hi Matt. Hi Matt. Oh Hansel. no, <laughs> say quick. quick. Say, hi, hi Matt, it's Jadzia. That'll do. I'm your homegirl. Beautiful. Oh, he will lose his shit. Um, we should do an interview. Yes. I'm so happy that I'm not going to be the one he loses his shit. <laughs> no, well, it, well, see, he, he lives in Arizona. That's not going to be our problem yeah. either. Um, oh, come to, come to, uh, hey Matt, come to Las Vegas. And see all of us this year, 2013. Actually, I think he is. He is coming. 
I think he is. Oh, now you must introduce yourself. <laughs> he will. He'll come up and go, I was the guy that the crazy Aussie. The guy that lost his shit. <laughs> he is totally going to. Um, <laughs> all right, we should probably do this because your time is actually quite short. Oh, is it? Oh, I, I don't know. They just okay, talk. Then we'll have to slow it down when we get done with the that, interview to make it normal time. That's my problem. Okay, give me a question. Um, <laughs> a writer. A writer. Oh, oh God. I shouldn't have told Jadzia Dax I'm a writer. But her name's Terry. I know. I was being silly. Um... All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're sitting Hi. here with the wonderful Terry Farrell. I'm doing the intro. You're as bad as he is. I am. I know. Um, we're here with Terry Farrell, who we all know best as Reggie from Becca. <laughs> oh! And Kat from Red Dwarf. From the unaired oh. pilot. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, because I was not a feminine black man. I yes. totally disgraced that part. You, you did. No, you, you know what? No, I did. You, you did. I oh, did. tell us about that. Tell us about that. Tell us about disgracing I Red Dwarf. I was so excited to get the part, and then, you know, when I heard that, I mean, my character was an effeminate black man. It really wasn't funny doing it. There's really nothing worse than knowing when you're doing something, it's not going to be as funny as the original anyway, wow. just by virtue of you participating. Because I was participating, yeah. yep. it wasn't going to be as funny as yes. it could be. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're actually interviewing him tomorrow. He bites, right? Oh, God. Anything you want us to tell him? He's awesome. That'll do. That's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm um, so sorry that I even... I should have just said, you know what, I pass. There's no way this is going to work out. Well, you were the, were you the, were you <laughs> the first one or the second one that they did? Because they did two. First. You were, you were the first one. Oh, I God. The then they, then they replaced the you with one. a black man. Yes, well, hey. <laughs> I cannot play a black man. No, right not now, well. That, and I certainly cannot play a gay black man. Or a feminine, or whatever. But you can probably play a feminine because you're female. Yes, but I can't look like a... I don't think I could look like a gay man. Or... Uh, I don't think I could pull it off. No. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to find the right words. You, you were, I know, but I'm like not making it work. Because no. it didn't work, otherwise I could have done it. Yes. And that, but you know what, the then, makeup and costume were awesome. I had hair like, woo. Yeah, because you're not used to makeup, are you? No. Well, all they gave it was the spots. So well, mostly I did the natural thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's your story and you're sticking to it? Yeah, and especially Kat had way more makeup than Jadzia. Oh, yes. Teeth and... Well, now, I read somewhere they tried the original true makeup on you, the forehead. Yeah. And then they went, no, that doesn't work. We're just going to give us some spots. Yeah. Terry McCluggage said, why did we hire a mm. model actress so that we could not see her face? That would be a Sensible good idea. Yeah. And actually, I really appreciated that because yeah. I really didn't like wearing it. And there was only one little blob on my forehead. But that stuff is scary to have around your eyes. Yes. When they're taking it off. I don't even know. Uh, anytime someone thought it was... You know, not appropriate for Armand or um, well, Armand hardly complained about anything, but <laughs> or Renee yeah. or Michael with the. I felt so bad for them because I couldn't do that every day. Oh God, no! And Michael Dawn wore that forever. He, he did and has, and you think oh. he still has scars on <laughs> <laughs> his head from it? Oh God! Um, oh well, we're, we're trying to think of we're trying to think of asking non-Star Trek questions. I'm sure really? you get it yeah. all the time, and we ask them all the generic. Oh, how did you feel about Jadzia's death? I'm sure you get that every five minutes. No, really, people in for, in Philly don't ask me that ever. <laughs> I'm hinting sarcasm. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> uh, could we keep a running tally downstairs when you're going to ask that question, or at least oh, just, do you think just do ask a, or are you going to do? Because when Nicole came on stage, she <laughs> said, "I always get asked, how does it feel to follow such a for such a." To follow such a beloved character. Only so she, you could say it like that. That's right. That's not, that's not how Nicole said it. And she's like, I'm going to answer that before anyone asks them. So is that one of those questions that you get all the time? Of what, how did you feel well, about wait, the way... What did she say? She said we're not, a, we're not the same we're character. We're not the same character. We, oh, oh, I, didn't, we're I didn't replace her. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, 
you know two completely what? different characters. I did not think it would bother me, but it totally bothered me. When they brought her in as another Dax. Yes, because oh I didn't God. want them to kill me. I wanted them to at least like give me, I don't know, reoccurring, give me like perk, like you never have to wake up before six o'clock in the morning ever again. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I would have taken that from. Yep. Just give me something. You wanted the Dallas wake up in the shower and it's I, all a dream. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be good. We can still we'll do a reunion special. Yeah. It was all in Jadzia's head, everything from like episode one, and you could just redo the whole show and you could be the captain. Do we have to do the whole show? No, just the bits you want to do. It's just the bits I want to do. Yeah, I don't want to be the captain. He talks way too much. <laughs> so on, on that note, if they asked you if they <laughs> asked you if they, if they said we're doing a new series or whatever yeah. and they said we want to resurrect Jadzia Dax, yeah. would you come back? Well, how much are they going to pay me? I don't know. But <laughs> in, in principle, I like your thinking. What's the money? What's the scratch? I'm like, I'm like the cardiology. No, but in theory, if they said come back as Jadzia Dax, is that a character you'd look at revisiting, or is that totally, totally? I think my only thing would I, the only request I would have is I need a tutor for my son. And that's perfectly understandable. Yeah. Right. So there we go. All right. Well, that, that we is. worked it out. Now yeah. you just need to write it. I will totally do that. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure's on now. Um, okay, that's that's. Um, Michael will be in it. Dawn? Yeah. Well, he wants to do the captain. He's, he's, he's apparently campaigning for some Captain Wolf show now or something. Get out. Yeah. There's these rumors. I don't. I've heard no official confirmation that that's what he's doing. But apparently, he wants to resurrect Wolf, like a TV series, and Wolf be the captain. Well, you know what? I'm going to call and ask him. Call him oh, now. My God. Yeah, come on. Get your phone. Get on no. the phone to Michael Dawn. No. <laughs> no, it's like two in the morning. Is it really? Um, no, no, it's about midnight or something. No, but you know what? That wouldn't be cool anyway. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm not going to get a check. What time is it? You know what? <laughs> oh look, they're all checking now. 9.40 in Miami at night, San Francisco. So, 6.40? No. No, 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 no. We weren't serious. He'd never forgive me. Michael, <laughs> <laughs> like, we're on live with the wilderness. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you we were a lot less professional. Um, but yes, um, four years on Becca. You, I'm yeah. sure you very rarely get asked about that because everyone wants to know about Star Trek. Oh. How was it working with Ted Danson? He's a really nice man. Nice to a fault. Yeah. Such a sweet guy, yeah. And it played such a jerk so well. Yeah. Well, because he's nice to a fault. Yeah. The other way. Yeah. He would stick up for you. <laughs> but he's really nice. <laughs> I see what you did there. Now, aren't you glad they didn't kill you off when you left that? Yeah, see? But, again, why not bring me back? Well, I think they just really didn't like me. As a character or as a person? Person. Oh. How could that be? I'm just not fun. No, not at all. <laughs> um, now, I do don't know. Sometimes it's just not a good fit. I don't know. I don't know what it, They said it was just about needing to spice the story up, but I would think that it would have made more sense than for us to both stay there. You set it up yeah, the last right. episode for so which said, one does he want, yeah. and that's the classic thing that, like, which one is he going to go with? Well, shoot, how long can you... That you can write around for a long time. That's right. Well, he did it for 11 years on Cheese. Well, exactly. Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why, because everybody said, "Hang on." But then they had to take over my diner, which is weird. Yeah, and, and I felt kind of possessive about that. I bet you did. Isn't that ridiculous? They replaced you with the Dax. They replaced you I with the diner. I did not feel weird about the second lieutenant thing. No, because I was Dax, which is right. some cool shit. And if that's I ever fell back against the wall, I still can be Dax, like in a second, like the whole like Klingon oh, wow. don't warrior woman thing. Yeah, like in a real cool, quiet way. Yeah, like, it was very cool. Yeah, which is even better as you get older, because you know you mean it. Yes. Yes. It's crazy. Parenting. Yes. Oh. Wait till they're nine. Oh. There's a whole nother. As I say, my kids are three and one. Oh, yes. Oh, boy, you're going to have the whole wipe out of it. All right. Everyone to bed. I have a three-year-old son and a one-year-old daughter. 
shit. You would get really upset with me if I told you my daughter's name. Why? Jezri. Why would I be upset about because that? Because I didn't name her Jadzia. Oh, actually, it's a really pretty name. I know. I get that all the time. I was expecting well, a bigger response. Well, ultimately, well, you didn't ask me this 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I would have been like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Why did you bring that up? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, um, we've just been giving the wrap it up, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's because we talk shit for five well, minutes at the Ultimately, start. though, it was my choice to go. It was. Yeah. It was. And, and it was the end of my contract. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah I wasn't. I didn't quit. It was just the end of my contract. And quite frankly, and then Becca came. I'm up an actress. It's a job. Yes, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so <laughs> much. <laughs> We're doing we'll a wrap up. No, that, thank you so much for talking to us. We've had, had so you much fun. Anytime. You guys are really nice. Come over. Yes, come over. Have some beers. Have some. Yeah. Who do we talk to about airplane tickets? <laughs> Someone else. We can arrange this. Someone else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Terry. Well, I'm an at-home mom now, so I can't afford it. Well, exactly. Australia. Right. <laughs> yeah, when, we, when you come over to do the movie that you were going to do for the other yes. guy, you do. My husband's an actor too. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. <laughs> this is fantastic. No, thank you very much for being yes. on with us today, Terry. It's been thank such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I love you guys. Thank you. Where's my stop button? <laughs> when and if it starts, trust me. Yep. Okay. Beautiful. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm JD. I'm Fez. And we're sitting here with the lovely Nicole DeBoer. Nicole DeBoer. You can introduce yourself if you want to, or we can <laughs> intro you. Um, who we all know best as Sarah Brenneman from The Dead Zone. Oh, cool. We're talking Dead Zone. We can Love talk it. Dead Zone. That's great. No, we did that before when we were talking to Terry. We introduced her as the girl from Becca. Oh, I just, see. Just because with the Deep Space Nine podcast, we thought we'd throw our listeners off. I got it. We can talk about The Dead Zone if you want. Oh, no, whatever you want. Um, get out of the way what you want to get out of the way. So. Oh, what do I have to get out of the way? Yes. What is that? Um, Oh, either gonna, this is either going to be really awesome or I'm going to be the biggest nerd fan you've ever had. You'd be surprised. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know. This is probably the first <laughs> time you've heard this one. My daughter's name's Esri. No way. Yep. It's not the first time. Really? But yeah. I think it's lovely. I think it's a really cool name. So oh, I should have this photo ready to go. Let me see the picture. I will. This is How old f- is she? Uh, one and a half. Oh, oh, sweetie. Oh, she kind of looks like pictures of me when I was a little bit. Oh, I think that's great. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously, big fan. It's, I kind of like it better than when people name their dogs Esri. <laughs> well, yeah, this is more of a commitment. It is. And yeah, everybody asks... <laughs> yes. My dog. Every, everybody yeah, asks... Yeah, right? So I think it's great when they name your kid Esri. Yeah, so she's stuck with it. Yeah, I still love it. Does she have a middle name? Ray, R-A-E. So she has a choice. Yeah. No, but is, I think it's a great name. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll do it with you. Well, yeah. Um, speaking of Esri, look at the segue we did there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you were Esri Dax on DS9, not yeah. just Mrs. Brenneman. Um, how would you have felt playing a different character, like coming in as Dax compared to if I had just brought you in as a fresh character? Would you think that would have been something different? Like following the Dax footsteps, so to speak. Yeah. Which is not the question you always get asked, just following Terry. Right. Would you have preferred to have come in as a different character as opposed to Dax? Um... I was really just grateful to be on in Star Trek, really. I mean, to tell you the truth, I would do anything. Um, so, no, because I really didn't see it. First of all, I didn't watch Deep Space Nine. Right. Had I, then maybe I would have been more freaked, okay. freaked out by it, right? If yep, it had been a show and I knew the character of Jadzia Dax, then maybe it would have freaked me out more. But yep. I didn't. And I saw it as not replacing a person. I, of course. I was a new person. Yeah. It was Ezri Dax. Yep. So... I just, I think, thankfully, that's the way I viewed it. Yep. And so it didn't, it didn't yep. freak me out. Okay, and I cool. was just 
really happy to be there. Happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. As we all would have been now. Um, Esri Dax gets a lot of, I feel, unfair criticism. Mm-hmm. As you I are. mean, I don't know if it's unfair. Well, I, think it's un- <laughs> I think it's unwarranted. This is your point to give back. This is your point to go, go, no, no, I don't care what you think. Oh, right. I thought it was great. Um, no, a lot of the time, like, Esri Dax gets called the lesser Dax and all right. these things, as you're undoubtedly aware. People have never told me that. This is my first time hearing it. I'm just going to go cry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, look at you. No, it's, as I say, it's a lot, of, a lot of unfair criticism, I feel. Um, I hope you're happy. Oh, no, I've broken your cold door. I, sh- I should have opened with this and then gone, but I named my daughter after you introduced it. Uh, but no, I think Esri Dax does cop a lot of unfair criticism. Mm-hmm. Listen, I understand if somebody has a, a character that they love, and then if they see it as being replaced, I would I would not want to like the other character either. And then when they come on and are so vastly different, you know, then you have even more reason to not like them. You yeah. know, I understand it. That's why I find it super flattering when people tell me that they really didn't want to like my character and that I won them over. Now I didn't win everybody over, and I get it. You know, but. Well, yeah, as you say, a lot of people, like, you came in and went, oh, I hate Ezra, you know, and, yeah. then, and that's, I think a lot of that is because you just weren't Jet Zia, which exactly. everybody been used to. Now, you were in Cube. I was in Cube. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great segue. <laughs> that's even worse than my normal segue. <laughs> no, I thought, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat that everybody hated Ezra oh Dax into the ground. God. No, um. Yes, I was in you Cube. You were in Cube. I was the only Levin in Cube. There was no other person named Levin. I didn't replace anybody in Cube. It was my you, that, that was your It was your my role, role damn it. Um, yes. Yeah, I love that film. Okay, I just want to put that out there. It. I don't have any real questions about it. Um, it we, we're the unprofessional <laughs> podcast. We should have really gone before these guys. Because well, <laughs> they set okay. the bar far too That's high. okay, because it's always fun when people, you know. Are unprofessional. Are, exactly. It's always a good time. Yeah. Where's the beer? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, um, we could have had some. <laughs> I would be down for that. would be just a pig in proverbial. Podcasts are fun. There's a big convention called uh, Dragon Con yep. in yes. Atlanta. Yep. It's mental. Yeah. I mean, that is a crazy convention. That's so many people. And that was the first time I went and did a podcast in somebody's room. Um, the actor, um, Colin, uh, he's on Eureka. Colin, oh, I can't remember his name now. You ever watch Eureka? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, yeah, I can't I'm trying think to of think. his name right now. Why? Oh, anyway, he said, come on, you're going to have fun. a bunch of fun people will go and do a podcast. And it was really fun. And there was beer involved. Oh. And, it, and it was silly, silly good fun. So don't, don't worry about that. Oh, right. Excellent. <laughs> um, well, as we've squandered most of our time. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. no, no, no. It's purely my fault. Um, we well, had nothing to ask me about Cube, so I, I just started talking about fine. beer and podcasts. <laughs> I'm happy about that. Yeah, but, yeah so I'm happy with that. Um, just lastly, if they... Called you up and said, "Look, we're resurrecting. We're doing another Star Trek series. We want to bring Dax yes. back. You'd be up for it." Are you kidding? Now, no heartbeat. Also, I was mad that I didn't end up with Worf because I thought that that would segue me into the films. Yes. Yeah, I was like, Julian, no, he's not in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the very last quick question: Are you aware that Ezra became a captain in the follow-on novels? I am. Yes, I met David Mack, and he gave me the novels, and I haven't had a chance to read them yet. But it's super cool that she's. I've heard they're really good, and I've heard it's a it's. Well done, and yeah, I'm a captain. Yeah. Yo. Well, yeah, not everyone gets that. No, no. I used to <laughs> no. exactly. Wouldn't you just because they killed her? <laughs> and Garrett Wong is so pissed because yeah, <laughs> he was so mad that I became a uh, lieutenant within two episodes. And yep. he's like, and I'm he's, still an He's been in for seven years, <laughs> <laughs> and you right. got promoted in two second episodes. 
Um, that pretty much brings us to the end of our time, unfortunately. We still never got a beer, but it's okay. No, 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 no we're going to organize a bit. Um, thank you very much for your time. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. And just quickly, can you record a quick thing for us just saying, this is Nicole DeBoer and you're listening to Trekmate in the Wilderness? Yes. Right now. Right now. Okay. This is Nicole DeBoer and you're listening to Trekmate in the Wilderness. Wow. Oh, thank you. And you didn't even sway when you did it. (laughs) (laughs) Who did? Terry. (laughs) So there you have it, guys. A bunch of random interviews cobbled together as effectively a clip show. I'll be back very shortly with the normal format of the show. Bye.